What's good? We are back. Pod Deep Podcast, Pod Deep on Sports is live and in the building. You got the notorious ROD, you got Hughes, and then you got my man Jay, quarterback in this thing behind the scenes. Uh, so as, as always, like, share, subscribe. We appreciate uh, all the views, all the comments. You know, we, you know, we, we working our way through this thing. We going to we're going to get this started um, with just the three-man rotation right now. We might get joined. Oh, we got a devil. We got, <laughs> we got our man said sneaking up in here. All right. So uh, so now we're going four wide. So I'm going to get this thing started uh, with uh, a quick little deep thought question of the day uh, on a sports-related tip. So Spencer Haywood, uh, player – for, uh, back in the 1970s. He's a pretty good player. He was a uh, two-time All-Star, I believe, uh, uh, in the early 70s. And he was one of the first endorsers for Nike. And uh, Phil's, Phil Knight was so uh, pleased and, and thankful for him to be one of the first sponsors that he gave him an opportunity to um, – he gave him a choice, basically. He could take $100,000 cash or he could take 10% uh, stake in the company. Now, this is 1973, and this is not the Nike that we know today. Um, this is a Nike at the time was behind, you know, in, as far as sneaker apparel because, you know, at that time, you had Converse. Chuck Taylor's pretty much was was the shoe. Um I think Puma may have been in the the mix a little bit, but Nike wasn't who we know them to be today. So to take $100,000 or 10% stake in the company. Now, with us all being more um, broad-minded now, we we understand, you know, what, you know, that 10% would be a much better opportunity for us. But put yourself in there at 25, 24, 25 years old, how easy would it have been for you to turn that 10% down or how easy would it have been for you to turn that 100,000 down you know just just get this this kind of put yourself in your in that mind frame not your mind frame at, at this age but that age do you really think you would take that 10% or do you think you'd be more likely to get that take that 100,000 so we we good everybody good on that one yeah we good I said, since you're the money man, we'll start with you. So how how would you approach that? So in 79, I'm taking that 100 G. I'm taking that 100 K. Not 73, 73. 73, yeah, that's even worse. So 73, I'm all over that 100 K. Because just think about it. Magic signed a contract in in either 80, 81, something like that, for $1 million to play. Like 25 years. 25 years. So 25 years for 25 million. He signed a $1 million, $1 million per year contract to play basketball. And, and 10 years, almost 10 years after that, dude, 100 grand? <laughs> 100 grand? I'm taking that with the quickness. You, you don't know what Nike going to be. Like, I mean, you, you just don't know. But $100,000 invested wisely, he'll still be okay. He, you know, he wouldn't be Nike okay, but he would be okay if he did the right thing. So, 
I am taking that. That's a lot of money right now. So, so just so just a little backstory. Uh, that hundred thousand in today's dollars is six hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Yeah, that's that's dollar, for, but it, but that's not what it would have grown to today, right? That's right, just right. What it's worth. So yeah. what? So what he would have made potentially is two point eight billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, with, that's with, that, right. with that ten percent stake, it'd be worth two point eight billion. Um, yeah. All right. So saying he's taking it. Squeak, what about you? Hey, it's it, Spencer Haywood uh, agent did him dirty, you know. I think at the time before Nike was Nike, 1964, they were Blue Ribbon Sports. Mm. 1971 is when they become Nike. So two years later, here they come with this this brash ideal to pay Spencer Haywood $100,000. You know, the information, access to information back then in, in the, the 60s and the 70s is not what it is today. So... The what Spencer Haywood dropped the ball at is 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 not using Phil Knight to pick his brain instead of using his agent to ask him more about you know uh, the company you know what I'm saying because the indicator should have been that hundred thousand dollars it's a lot of damn money right and here you have a company that you never heard of right. And that's the growing thing in today's standards. You take a new, fresh startup company that's throwing money at you and you get the equity. You know what I'm saying? Whereas we come from we come from an era and, and you know, not being savvy in, in finance to where they throw that money at you, just take it. You know what I'm saying? But, man, I would be living with myself if I took that money and Nike blow the hell up. I would really be I would really be I would really be upset with myself knowing about. You know how 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 common is it for you to be offered equity in a company for for just doing nothing? For you know what I'm saying? That's not a common situation to be in. So I'm gonna see if I could be uh, Spencer Haywood. Ask a couple of questions. I want that ten percent, man. I want so that, you I want you you want that ten percent now, but want, would you be savvy enough to know to ask for ten? You know, accept that ten percent. Hell no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be savvy, but man, okay. I'd be trying to. I'm be trying to ask questions like, "That's a lot of goddamn money you throwing at me." I would. It would make me figure y'all got more. I want to be. I want to be on board with y'all. But what about? But what if that was like? It wasn't Nike. What if that turned out to be British Knight or <laughs> fucking look, the sport, LA Gear, yeah, LA Gear. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't lose, you you don't lo- you don't lose for trying though. You don't you don't lose. You lose a hundred. You use a hundred grand <sighs> in seventy three. Listen, I think he's made that hundred grand back more than he's made that motherfucking twelve point uh two point three billion. I I get it, but you are still taking a big chance. You are taking a big risk. You know how many companies start and fail every year? That's a that that's that's a that's a fact, man. But. How many of us walking around can say they have equity in the company outside of stocks? I don't know anybody that's, that that say, well, you know, you know, I got at least ten percent in 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 Gucci, or I got ten percent in in um, you know, uh, Mercedes Benz or something like that. You know, you have to have how many? How many? When the last time you got off with a hundred k? 
That that's yeah. I've never been offered no motherfucking hundred k. I've never been exactly. offered no staking. No, I've never been offered no staking. See, I, I would have been asking what the hell is equity. You know, I didn't learn about that work that term until I started watching Shark Tank. I, that's how I that's how I learned about the word equity. You know, I've heard about it, but I didn't really know what it meant. So, you know, when you push me to the wall with with this question, uh, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can ask. But a hundred thousand is a hundred thousand in nineteen seventy three. That that money's gonna go a long way. You know what I'm saying? But I'd be I'd be pissed off at my agent to to walk me what, down. What about you, Jay? Okay, I want to clear a couple of things up before I answer. That uh, a ten percent stake right now would be worth nineteen billion. Nike is worth one hundred and ninety-three billion. Two thousand twelve, two thousand nineteen, it was worth twelve billion. His hundred thousand, his ten percent stake. If you that's just do ten percent of the company, yeah. So twelve billion in two thousand nineteen, nineteen billion now. Right. To answer your question, Rodney, I would have took the hundred grand. Now. You all are wrong. I figured I figured this, so I was Googling while you guys were talking. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the hell he would have did. If you would have took the 10% or the hundred grand, it didn't matter because he was smoking crack. He would have smoked it up anyway. <laughs> he would have took that 10% and sold it six months later anyway. So it really doesn't matter for him. But the right answer is take the 10%. Yeah, yeah that's the right know, answer. But you know the but, history, right? How you got kicked off the Lakers? No, I don't know the history. Yeah, they voted him, uh, you know, off the team. He got kicked off the Lakers because he was getting high. So, but that's that. That was the nineteen seventies, though. Cocaine yeah. was everybody getting high. Yeah. yeah, that's why I figured. That's why you know I was Google. I knew it. I knew it had to be you know a cocaine thing. But I still blame his agent. Like what Spencer well, didn't, didn't know, his agent should have known. To you know, like listen, you ride this out, and the company do well. This is what it may grow to, because because they should have a they should have had an evaluation right then and there on the company at ten percent. Well, the saying. thing was, the thing was, he wasn't going to get a cut. He wasn't going to get his ten percent. Um, his well, he wasn't going to get his agent fee. If he if he gets that if he takes the stake, in the in the company. The agent doesn't see any of that, but that hundred that hundred K, he he gets a piece of that hundred K. So he advised them. I'm sorry. Go ahead, right now. No, go ahead, say. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking out loud. What is that? What was that? What was Nike worth then? That's what I was trying to find. Yeah, what was Nike worth then? What was their net worth at that point? I mean, because it couldn't have been much. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because it, if you're not worth much, you're not gonna throw no hundred thousand to, to somebody. That's a hundred thousand and seventy three is a lot of damn money. So Nike wasn't. Think about this. Nike wasn't that big when they threw that money at Michael Jordan. They were not. They wasn't that big. So mm-hmm. that's now fast forward. That's eighty four. So you're talking about eleven years later, and you know. That that hundred yo, you didn't take that hundred grand ten years later. You think you made a hundred grand with Nike in ten years, and it ain't even blew up yet for real, right? But see, I don't know if they had a lot of debt, even though they wasn't big. I don't know that, but I'm just trying to say that money you ain't made near a hundred grand right now. If you took that ten percent, fast forward ten years, Nike didn't really gain. It was a running shoe. 
they didn't really transform something big until they switched over to basketball. Michael Jordan, and it took off. Now, <laughs> you offer me 10% 84 or 100 grand, you know, I'm jumping all over the 10%. But oh boy, looking around 10 years later after he made that investment, like, damn, my shit done <laughs> went down. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I would like to really talk to an old here to see how they viewed Nike back in the day. You know, because when you when you look at old hip hop videos, nobody's really I'm from the eighties, the early eighties, nobody's really wearing Nikes, right? Puma was bigger than Nike. Right. Puma Converse. Yeah. I mean it's I I always wonder how they took over the game. Yeah, it was Mike, it was Michael Jordan. 80, it was the Michael Jordan when they took over the game. Basketball okay. shoe. Okay. The running shoe that nobody wanted to wear. Fucking waffle running shoe that nobody wanted to wear. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm with everybody else. In, in 1973, I would have took the 100K and, uh, you know, hopefully not snorted it up. I did a quick little search. It says he's worth $5 million right now. So, you know, good for him. Yeah, I'm gonna believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on, <laughs> topic number two. Um, what we at? Jay, uh, we had Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. So Jalen Hurts just signed uh, today the biggest contract in the history of the NFL. Blah blah blah. Um, so he's gonna get paid fifty-one million. I think his his average salary is fifty-one a year. Um, he has what 179. How much he got? 180 something guaranteed. Yeah, once. So, what do you all think about the contract? Do you think Philly did the right thing in locking him up right now? Do you think uh Jalen Hurts uh kind of took a team friendly deal? Uh, what's your what's your take, Jay? What you what you got to say on this one? Okay, yeah, let me get my re- my response out of the way. I like it. I like when anybody gets, you know, that that money, that big money that they're looking for. So I don't have a problem with it. I don't give a shit if it puts the team in a bind in terms of other players. I'm happy for him. He got what he wanted. I'm assuming that's what he wanted. You know, highest paid player in NFL history. I like it. The this gold standard was a guy from Cleveland. What's the guy from Cleveland? Yeah, called in you know, the Jack Shack. What's his name? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. He was the um, the gold standard. You know, everybody was looking at his deal, saying how he didn't deserve it. He was the highest paid uh, player before. So now this, you know, sets a new precedent. I like it. I think Lamar has a, a real good chance now, if not passing this 255, at least coming up to the 230s, 240, you know, range. It, it's not, you know, before this deal, it was like, Deshaun Watson didn't deserve it. Lamar Jackson, you're not getting that money. Forget about it. Now you have a second player who got that type of money. So I think it's a, it looks good for Lamar Jackson. I like it. That's um, my take. Okay. So I um I mean, I think it's uh it's cool. You know, it's still it's 255, but like I said, only like 180 of it is guaranteed. So it's still not Deshaun Watson money. Mm-hmm. And you know, like no one's gonna get Deshaun Watt, you know, two hundred and thirty guarantee. Um, so I and so I don't think, I don't think Lamar's gonna get. I don't think he's gonna get more. 
I don't think he's going. He's, he's not going to get more than a total two fifty five, which you know Hurts won't see. But I mean, we that's that's what's printed two hundred fifty five million. Now we know he's going. He's got one hundred and eighty guarantee. I don't think Lamar is going to surpass that either. Um. So I don't really. I don't think this contract really does anything to help Lamar. Um. I think it kind of just because right now, who would you take, Lamar or Jalen Hurts? I would, I would take Lamar. I think he's. I wouldn't. I think I, I would take Lamar. I, I would I, today. I would take Jalen Hurts over him. I mean, but what team you putting him on? I would see. We we we, we yeah. ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm just quarterback. Who who would I rather have today, Jalen Hurts or, or Lamar Jackson? I would rather have Jalen Hurts. And 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 I think more people that count in the NFL would rather have Jalen Hurts right now. Than, than Lamar Jackson. Okay. My thought heard my thoughts on it. I'll get back to that Rodney. But um I'm happy for Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's big, man. 180. Forget forget all of the contract. It's 180 million dollars in his pocket over the five years. Man, that's huge. That's huge. Especially oh, from where he came from. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's money. That's that's just just wealth generation changing money. So you gotta be proud of him. What my problem is with Lamar is, what are you doing? They offered him what three years, one thirty or something like that. You know, guaranteed, and he and he's sitting on it, and he's not gonna do it. I mean, what what, what else you want, man? <laughs> what else you want? Hertz gave us gave it the contract he took. He he becomes a wealthy man. He becomes. Uh, the city of Philadelphia is gonna love him for doing it. His team, he can build a team around him. Not 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 a not not a not the great team, like a like a quarterback on their rookie deal, but you can still build a good team around this dude. Um, but I'm happy for Jalen Hurts. I think it was a good contract. I think there's no way in hell Lamar is gonna he, he can get Lamar can get that money right now, but Lamar won't take it. That's the that's the problem. Lamar can get that money right now. He can get fifty million a year contract and get some of it, most of it guaranteed. But he just won't take it because he's so enamored by this Deshaun Watson's craziness. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but but to answer your question, Jalen Hurts, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm glad he took that deal. It was smart on him. It was a smart move by Philly to go ahead and lock him up. I think. I think the reason why I think Lamar is better, though, because he's just done it for a longer amount of time. You know, yeah. really, Jalen Hurts only really had one this one breakout year. Yeah, but well, we we getting don't the, the the caveat to that we keep saying he's the MVP. That MVP is damn near four years ago. That's 2019. So, but he's been so, in the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. been in the playoffs every year. So you mean he, that's, the goal. that's the gold standard, right? Get your team to the playoffs. Uh, Jalen Hurts been in the playoffs every year. He, he played two years. He started two years. He's been in the playoffs two years in a short amount of time. Like I said, I ain't got nothing against Jalen Hurts, yeah. but Lamar Jackson has done it longer. That's well, the only I, thing. I give him that, but just just and it's not even more so. Yeah, it's about the the type of. I think Lamar is a. I just trust Jalen Hurts more. Like I believe in I believe in Jalen Hurts more than I believe in, in Lamar. 
Like Jalen Hurts, I believe that he's going to do it, do it right, and he's going to do what it takes to win. Where Lamar, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, he with his latest antics, I don't know if he in it. Just I don't know if he re- really in it to win. But that ain't everybody ain't got to be that way. I, sure. I, I I go next, and I say this. I'm I'm. First of all, congratulations, Jalen Hurts, and, and second of all, congratulations to Philly, because they didn't want to get themselves in, in, involved in in the, in the race that that Lamar situ, or situation, not race, but the situation Lamar is in. You know, whether we realize it or not, this probably was Jalen Hurts last year in Philly if he didn't perform like he did. You know, he I think he was on his way to winning the MVP had he not got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And, and he put up the numbers once they gave him the the weapons that he really needed. He he damn near looked like a a, a brand new quarterback once they gave him the receivers and the offense that he need. So this was like probably one of the first times you see an organization look out for a young guy, reward him, don't make his ass wait, don't make him prove it because he went to the Super Bowl. They damn near won it. He he put his team in a winning situation. And they lost that damn Super Bowl due to the defense and the coaching. You know what I'm saying? They left too much time on the, on the clock for Pat Mahomes, and he made their ass pay for it. But Jalen Hurst took Philly to a Super Bowl and, and damn near won that damn thing. And it just really looks good that they paid him that money. And they did something smart. You know, yeah, they gave him the 255 on paper. 179 of that is guaranteed. So that's that's $76 uh, million that's either they can throw away, they don't have to guarantee, cut his ass, do whatever they can do. You know, but it was smart that they got to him now rather than let his stock increase and their and they ass would have been paying a higher a higher ticket for him. He he chose not to be greedy, but he took a good damn deal. 179 guaranteed, knowing damn well that you can't get that Deshaun Watson 255, being smart about it, uh playing for an organization that actually believed in you and gave you a chance. You gotta realize. Jalen Hurst was drafted when Carson Wentz was the guy that he had that big-ass contract. And when Philly realized it wasn't going to work out with Carson Wentz, they got rid of his ass and put Jalen Hurst in, in, into, the, into the mix. And so that year they put Jalen Hurst into the mix. It didn't go as they as it planned because, you know, they had just won that Super Bowl. But they got him them damn weapons. And he got hurt this year. And, another, and I think that's another thing that really helped him. When he got hurt this year, his backup – did I mean made his case better that you just can't plug any quarterback in the system? You know what I'm saying? If you want to win, I'm your man, and I believe he got his money due to that. And I'm going to the Super Bowl. And you go back to to Lamar Jackson. You can't go wrong with with either player or either quarterback. But the problem with Lamar is that Baltimore has not given him the damn weapons, and he's doing it without those damn weapons. If I was Lamar, I wouldn't want to play for Baltimore. You're not gonna put me. You're not gonna put all the burden on my damn shoulder, and I don't have anybody to to pass to. I'm 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 required to throw and run and do it all. I don't want to play for y'all motherfuckers no more. Y'all can throw me all the money in the world. I don't want to play for you all anymore. If I if Lamar takes that that damn contract, he's not. They're not winning any playoff games anymore. You know because they they're gonna have everything locked up on him. But. So you don't give you don't give Lamar no fault. So okay, you talking about being loyal to a team, right? Baltimore mm-hmm. drafted Lamar. Lamar wasn't this big, you know. He was a Heisman Trophy winner, right? But, you know what they done? The previous guys like Lamar, they'll fucking stick him in a wildcat, 
mm-hmm. bullshit, you know, make them a flank or something, something goofy. Right. From the jump, Baltimore went all in with this dude. We're going to get rid of what we got. We're going to bring in people that accentuate your skills. And we're going to roll with you. They've been behind them. They've been behind them all this long. I mean, I just think it's, you know, you 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 go with a girl that you can't. You know what I'm saying? They just, they, 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 he walking away from the team that's been, had his back forever. It ain't like they didn't offer him. They came to him crazy. The reports are that was 40 something million guaranteed, a short contract, but it was 40 something million guaranteed before this big, this last big deal. I mean, come on, what else you want? I mean, so, so look, look at it like this prior to, prior to Lamar uh, Jackson being there, wasn't it Joe Flacco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Joe had a, Joe had a running back, Ray Wright, Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who Brown got a couple of receivers, and he had they've a stellar, ne- stellar defense. Baltimore has never had receivers. That's the one thing about them; yeah. they've never had receivers. I mean, yeah. I, so they had they had a stellar defense. They had a good yeah. defense. They they still got a decent, they not as good, but they got a decent defense. Okay, what does Lamar have outside of Lamar? The same yeah. thing. He, he got, got he got a he got an all he got an all world tight end. He has a good offensive line. Uh, he got he's getting uh, he got OBJ this year with it, so I guess that don't count. But they move in pieces. Like his line has always been a line that we could protect him because that was key. So say, can I interject? Yep. They have their formula. That's what they have. Mm-hmm. This this they this is the way they've operated for twenty years and has been successful. Mm-hmm. They've won two Super Bowls. They've had you know multiple playoff runs. So this is that's what they do, but the, like they don't they, they they've never had the big time running uh, wide receivers. They went on defense and running the ball, and but, and and a, and a quarterback who doesn't who doesn't lose it. But but the problem is the AFC has changed, and Baltimore has not. The quarterbacks in the AFC have weapons. Baltimore don't have any offensive weapons outside of Lamar Jackson. That's the they reason. They got Mark Andrews, huh? They got Mark Andrews. Yeah, he 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 all pro tight end. I mean, he didn't have a good year this year. He's not a receiver. He's not a a receiver. receiver. (laughs) He's he's like the second best. Before this year, he was considered the best tight end. He was him and Kelsey. Yeah, he was the second best tight end to Kelsey. He was considered one. So I mean, he good. I mean, he good. But I get it. He need a big time. He need a big time weapon. They tried to go out and they tried to get him some help. They, I, I think Baltimore, and then when you look at Baltimore, like Rodney said, it's how they do business. They did Ray Lewis the same way. They did Ed Reed the same way. They did, uh, I mean, all their stars. They did T Suggs the same way. I mean, <laughs> you ain't got to take this shit. I'm, I, I ride with Lamar. You ain't got to take this shit. You, you don't have to, like, Y'all went and got OBJ when he was available all year. Now he may not have been healthy, but y'all got him at the end of the damn season. He can't. He wasn't. He couldn't play. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know that part. I know that part. So, I, so, I, I so what difference part. do it make whether they get him? <laughs> if you give me okay. Oh, oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Make it. Go ahead. You know. So it's like I never saw them put forth the effort to get him the weapons. 
And I don't not to not to I'm like I'm speaking for him. I don't know if that's the reason why he hasn't taken the deal, but I think Lamar can do I think he can do better somewhere else, me personally. We ain't seen it. (laughs) I think he in his feelings right now, man. I just think here 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 he is. He said, Give me this guaranteed money. Raven said no. They said, matter of fact, here you can if you can go get this money, you free to go get it. And nobody and everybody's like, man, you crazy. I I, I think when they said that shit, they had like a meeting to be like, don't nobody make a move. Nobody's gonna put that, nobody's gonna hamstrap their organization. That's the thing. And now and now he's looking crazy because nobody (laughs) ain't nobody came to the table. So now what and the other whisper, and 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 you say that they don't get him weapons. So there have been whispers out there that top wide receivers don't want to play uh, with Lamar. Not necessarily because of Lamar, but that style of offense because they know they're not going to get the ball. Right. 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 I mean, Lamar, let's just call a spade a spade. Lamar ain't the best in-pocket quarterback that you can get. He ain't that. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm if I'm a receiver looking to go make some big money, he ain't the guy I want to be signed with. You know what I'm saying? He ain't go. Will he? Will he give me the best opportunity to go to make some big money? Chances are he won't. So uh, the other part attached to this question of Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes, he set the market. What two years ago, maybe? Um, but he took a team friendly deal, and right now he is probably going to be top five, maybe top five, uh, as far as annual average salary. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's gonna be he's the best quarterback in the game, but mm-hmm. you know, he's he's being surpassed, and then you, um, you know, Joe Burrow, he's gonna be coming up. In a, few, in a couple of years, he's going to pass him up. Um, Alex. Josh Allen, um, Trevor Lawrence, p- potentially. So, uh, do you think that Patrick Mahomes made a mistake in taking a team friendly deal uh, two years ago? I mean, he's making what 40, 40 something a year, mm-hmm. but he's been he's he's been surpassed. But that's kind of how it goes, you know. Next man hey. up usually you know, gets paid. I think that's kind of what Lamar is thinking too. Like I'm the next man up. Why am I not getting paid? But to, to ask, to get to the question of Mahomes, did he, did he do the right thing uh, in taking that deal? I think he was looking out for his other players. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess looking out to see saving some money for Kelsey, saving some money for Tyreek. Uh, and Tyreek just was on something different, you know what I'm saying, and and chose to 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 get his bag. You know, I don't think uh, Pat Mahomes has anything to put his head down about. You know, he's getting paid nicely. He, they win the Super Bowls. That's that's all that matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, when it's time to renew, if he stays healthy, I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna throw something at him. You know what I'm saying? So why? So okay. So why is there a difference between? Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. For for me, I look at I look at the organization taking care of uh, Pat Mahomes more so than um, Baltimore did for for uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, 
they waited to this particular year versus, you know, get, getting him early to, to get him to sign that deal before uh, Deshaun Watson contract came on the, on, on the scene. So they okay. could have made him the highest at that point. So, so reality, Lamar Jackson um, MVP has, hasn't paid off for him. And in and, and Baltimore Ravens are, are the, are the, the is behind that. Here you had a guy who had a Heisman who is doing it for your team. Pay him. Pay him. You you could have beat you could have got in front of this. But now you created a damn monster. He's seen the market. So you can't you can't coax me with this. Just take this and all this team friendly shit. Hell no, I'm not doing that. Come come out, bring that bag. Roll it out. You know, and, but, and they, but they aren't. But aren't they bringing the bag? They just uh, ain't bringing the Deshaun Watson bag, which ain't nobody gonna bring that bag. Like, like Sarah said, I think he's in his feelings, and he has he has a right to to be in his feelings because how they did him. You know, you got to understand. Um, Josh Allen got his money before he got his money. You know what I'm saying? Like every everybody is getting paid before he got his money, and then the deal he's waiting, he's waiting, he's being patient. And it's like, wait a minute, I got to look out for myself. Like, he got hurt. I kind of think he could have came back. But why come back? Why, why come back if y'all ain't going to pay me? Y'all ain't going to do right by me. Why, why come back? I take the franchise tag. Shit. Man, like, to me, how much money is too much money? I mean, Patrick Mahomes got, got compensated handsomely. I mean, making $40 million a year, 40 something million a year. I mean, he should have made more. I get it. He can make more if he wanted to go out and be the highest paid person. He could mm-hmm. probably, you know, hold out and be the high because he's the best player. He is. But that ain't how it worked, man. If you want to win, you That's get paid nicely and you keep it moving. And I, I just don't. I just think Lamar. What I do agree with you, Squeak. Baltimore fumbled the process, mm-hmm. but they don't want to rush their process because they've never done it before. But. They never had a talent like this at quarterback. Quarterback is kind of one of them, kind of one of them positions where you just you got to take care of the quarterback. So they fumbled the way they handled it, but I think Lamar just in his feelings now, man. Now he's just being stubborn. I mean, they they, they was gonna guarantee his whole contract, but they was only gonna do it for three years, and he said no. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm gonna guarantee you a three year contract, no matter what. You're gonna make a hundred and. You're gonna make 160 or whatever the number was, 130 something in your pocket. And then you get to come back in another three years and renegotiate. And you say no. Chill. Why, why not? Why not 179? Three years. 173 years. Shit, that's but what is that? That's 60 million. That's almost 60 a year. <laughs> you can't, pay nobody, can't guarantee nobody sixty million dollars a year, man. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm not guaranteeing Lamar Jackson that. <laughs> I, so let me ask you a question: Do you think oh, you think Lamar Jackson overachieved from his rookie year to where he is now? Do you think he overachieved? I think he did. I mean, I think he did. I think he yeah, he, based, he based off where he started. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I, I don't understand how Baltimore Ravens let it get to this point. Like, at what point do you not lock him up? But I agree with I agree with you on that squeak. You're right. He should, should have. But who who changed everything to make it work for him? There's no loyalty from him either. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nobody was jumping up to take. They jumped up to took Lamar. 
Like they really, they really believe in the kid from yeah, the jump. That's true. So yeah, you, you had motherfuckers with, saying he should be a wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy what they were saying. And look, they done made it to where shit. They done made it to where Lamar and Baltimore have made it to where this kid that's coming out gonna make some paper. This this kid coming out, he gonna make some paper, and all running quarterbacks gonna make gonna make paper because they know how to build an offense around it to be successful. Yeah, I, I think Chicago really looked at Lamar Odom and it went for Justin Field. Yeah. I, th- I think I think that. San Francisco tried to do the th- same thing for Trey. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's that's part Baltimore, part Lamar. Yeah, that's that's that, that that's an honest assessment. Both both parties have have uh, got dirty hands in this situation. So, Jay, you posed this question about Mahomes. Do you think Mahomes uh, signed a bad deal? You made a, somebody made a good point. You signed the deal that's best at the time. So I don't think you could say he signed a bad deal, but when it's time to renegotiate, he should jump past everybody, in my opinion. Now, keep in mind, though, keep in mind, he may be short. I don't know what the number is. Let's say he's short $40 million of um, Jalen Hurts' contract. He is a very marketable guy, so he's making up some of that money in his endorsement deals. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, oh, can't count that NFL contract as his only income. He's making money with those um state form commercials and different endorsements. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he's okay. He'll be okay. Yeah, they all gonna be okay. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What's what what what's enough is enough, man. Like damn. I mean, damn. It's, it's forty million a year. I'm saying what. So, the- so so last thought. How how does how does this Lamar situation? How does it play out? Does he does he is he done with Baltimore or will he be suiting up for Baltimore week one next year? My thought, my my thought is my thought is he will he he'll play for Baltimore. They wouldn't they wouldn't have got OBJ if if he wasn't gonna sign. I think that's a part of it. I really do. is he, will he will he play for another team lecture or will he be with Baltimore? Baltimore for me. What's the penalty if he don't take the guarantee? Is it is it something he's been penalized uh, every franchise. month? Huh? Is that what you're asking? He'll get he so he's he'll get franchise. So they'll have to pay him. I think thirty something million this 32. year. Thirty two. Thirty okay. two. If you know if he decides to play or not on the contract. So if he does not decide to play, that just extends the year, right? That don't that doesn't. He gets no money, and he gets the, and they'll franchise him the next year. Mm-hmm. They can they can franchise him two years, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, he would be free. I say I say he go out there and play. Okay. What about you, Jay? Well, wait, wait, play with who? He plays for Baltimore. I like to roll this question back after the draft. I like to see what what other teams do and how they draft to to you know because you you kind of get a you kind of get a feel of what team needs a quarterback that, that didn't make a damn move in the draft. So you you will kind of think like okay, they're not going to do Baltimore a favor. They they're going to reach across the table and try to work out something with with Baltimore and try to pull Lamar away from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I like to see how that draft go. You know, my answer right now is that I think he will will return and play for Baltimore, but I like to see how that draft go to kind of fix, see, like, I don't think he's coming back, you know, if certain teams don't draft a quarterback that you know, clearly no need to, uh, a quarterback or make but it. There's, but the, the caveat to that, there's only a couple of, I mean, there are two quarterbacks, two or three quarterbacks, I think, that got out there. Uh, no, wait a minute. No, this no. I don't think this next year is supposed to be the big quarterback draft. Well, um, we'll see him with and the guy from, with the guy from USC coming out, and and somebody else. So this this isn't really uh, a strong quarter. But well, no, you got I forgot you got a uh, old boy from Alabama mm-hmm. and uh, Stroud. What's what's his name? CJ Stroud, and you got CJ Stroud. Uh, what's the cat from Alabama? I forgot what it is. Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce Young. So, but it would cost you more actually. To move up to draft them, it would cost, you, it, it would, it would cost you more. It's only gonna cost you what two draft two, two, two picks, two number one. It was two number ones. If if uh, somebody sign up, sign away, uh, if he take a contract with another team, yeah, for it, and they got to pay him, yeah. But if you gotta move, let's say you gotta move up to try to get. Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, you got to move up to number one or number two. So that kind of haul would be more than that. It's just it's the money. I think the I think the, I think I think if it wasn't the money, if he didn't want crazy money, shit, everybody go up and get Lamar. But he just wants so just crazy amount of money. Plus, you got to give up two picks when you go up in a draft to get a kid. They on a rookie salary contract, so mm-hmm. yeah. you, can, you can manage that salary for the next three years. But and see, he's still on his rookie contract, right? He's still on his rookie contract, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so is Tua, right? But mm-hmm. I, for some strange reason, I kind of, I kind of see Miami making a play for him because I don't think you can count on Tua health long term. You know what I'm saying? Even though he has the pieces, he plays well with the team. But them damn concussions he he received this year, I think is enough for them to kind of you know come up off him. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why, in in my mind, I kind of see like Lamar could really fit in in in, in Miami. You know, mm-hmm. would they make a swap? You know, they wouldn't have to pay a lot, but they give up some picks, though. You know, right? What about you, Jay? Does Lamar play for Baltimore next year or someone else? He said his goodbyes already. Say, hey, trade me. He's done. I say he moves on. All right. <laughs> So next topic, uh, we got the the big fight this weekend. We got Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia at a catch weight of what one thirty six? Yeah, one thirty six. One thirty six. Um, so we're gonna turn this one over to the resident fight doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so how? What, so what's your anticipation level for this fight? Are are you are you getting those butterflies? Not yet, but my butterflies probably won't come to Saturday. Uh, I'm excited for the fight. It's you know you you were you, it's, it's rare to have like young guys go at it. You know what I'm saying? Even though uh, Ryan Garcia is not undefeated, Tank is undefeated, and Ryan is putting uh, definitely putting his career on the line because shit, if Tank catches ass and 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 knock him out cold, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna put him to the to the end of the line. Ryan has a strong um, social media following. 
just like Tank has this 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 media following. So this is going to be a high caliber fight. Uh, two young guys going at it. I'm real excited to see it. I'm pulling for Tank. Hope he do it. Um, man, <laughs> if Tank loses this fight, this a boy. This will be a this will be a sore eye to the black community. But man, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you that off the off the flip because you know. We felt some kind of way when Mel Teller lost to uh, Julio Cesar uh, Chavez. Like mm-hmm. nobody expected that shit. We, you know, we was in the twelfth round, two seconds left. We was trying to celebrate, and here come Richard still stopping the fight. So we don't want to see no shit like that in this fight this upcoming weekend. But man, I, I'm look, I'm thinking Ryan, I'm thinking uh, Tank gonna pull this off, man. Goddamn fight doctor done took us back 35 years. Meldrick <laughs> <laughs> Taylor motherfucking Julio Cesar Chavez fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh well, I, I, it made me think of something when I said, Do you got those butterflies? Like, what and I kind of I'm kind of getting off track, but I, I, I'll bring it back in. But what was the last fight that made you get those butterflies? Like, like when like when the opening bell rang, like you was generally like mm-hmm. that nervous mm-hmm. energy watching it like what was the last fight boxing match that 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 did that for you for for me i go first on this for me it was spence versus who guys i was at that fight in dallas and he was coming off of a uh, detached ratna and i saw uga's fight sean porter but when they did the weigh-in that friday i did not realize how big Ugas was over over spence and I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm, a, I'm an Earl Spence fan. I'm like, this dude is big. The the opening bell, and you can see Spence had been out maybe a year, or maybe more, and he was just anxious to put on for his hometown. And shit wasn't looking good because Lucas was catching his ass like every every he was he was on his ass, man. I mean, Errol Spence pulled that victory off, but shit, them butterflies was 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 flinging all through my body. I was trembling and shit. I'm like, man, don't take my boy out, but that's what okay. boxing do to me. So Earl Spence, you guys, yep, is, is the one for you, yep. Jay. What about you? What was what was the last boxing match that ever gave you though that that nervous energy, those butterflies? Mayweather uh, versus McGregor, uh, probably. Shit, was that the biggest? That's one of the biggest pay-per-views in boxing history, from my yeah, recollections. Yeah. So yeah, so that fight, you know, yeah, there was a lot of hype, a lot of build-up. Yep, those um, press conferences uh, did the job. The face-offs, uh, the trash talking back and forth. So yeah, that probably was the last big boxing match that gave me, you know, butterflies or that I had that big anticipation for. So yeah, what about you? You know what? I, I, the last time I got that feeling, a, a nice feeling, was uh, was Mayweather, like Mayweather, De La Hoya, Mayweather, and um, Sugar Shane. I had those. You know, those was like those are good fights to me. I just wanted, you know, that that McGregor. I just always thought that was a joke. I thought I thought Mayweather would kill him. Um, but when De La Hoya, you know, they was kind of, of course, Floyd was in his prime. Oscar was kind of a little bit past his prime, but still was dangerous. And Sugar, though, I thought Sugar was a little bit. I thought Sugar could actually get him. So I thought those were that. that that's a good analogy, though. Those butterflies, because this fight right here, I got those butterflies again. You know, it's a big, 
it's a big time fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a big, big time fight. Cats that don't like each other, and it's and, and everybody gonna be watching it. So, yeah. But for me, it was probably De La Hoya and, and Mayweather. So damn, that was 2007. Yeah, you ha- you haven't had it since then. Nah, so for me, it was it was it was Mayweather Pacquiao. Like okay, that fine. You know, it finally was like. Mm-hmm. Happening, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't, no one ever thought it would it would take place, mm-hmm. and you, you just you're just waiting for something to happen to where the bottom fall out of it, and then it comes fight night, and it's like these motherfuckers finna get in the ring, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me, that was the last time where I just had that energy, that nervous feeling, like like oh this this shit finna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so said. So getting back on topic. Garcia Tank, what you think? You know, I want to. I, I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, if I had, if I was betting money, I would bet uh, Tank. I think I want to see. I think Ryan got an outside chance, though, man. Outside chance. Um, I know. Well, I know, though. You know, I'm always like uh, it's so kind of stereotypical, but I'm gonna pull for the brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, <laughs> they even if they even, I'm gonna pull for the brother every time. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do. But I think Ryan gonna give him a fight. Uh, I think Ryan gonna give him a fight. Sometimes I don't like the, just the bravado that uh, Tank comes with. He just comes with a lot of bullshit. Sometimes I think I think Ryan kind of quiet. I think and I, I kind of want to see him beat him. But if I was betting money, like my hard earned dollars, I ain't betting against Tank. You know what I'm saying? I ain't betting against Tank. Okay, I'll go next because uh, my take gonna be real short and sweet. Like I made a promise. Uh, in one of one of our earlier sports podcasts, to uh, do my little research on Ryan Day, Ryan Ryan Garcia, and kind of get a feel for him, and maybe do some research on Tank. Didn't do any of that shit, so I don't really know what the fuck to expect. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I've seen I've seen Tank fight a couple times, um, but I'm just looking forward to just seeing a good fight, a good spirited fight, and um, you know. May the best man win. Jay, what about you? How do you feel about uh, this weekend's upcoming fight? Yeah, I wouldn't bet. I'm not falling for no more boxing hype where they go find the Mexican kid who to get beat up by the black guy, and we buy into it. Is Could it happen? Is it going to happen? And the answer is always no. I'm following the money. I'm picking tank. I would not be mad or surprised if Garcia did win. I think it's going to be a good fight. I've been waiting for uh, Tank to fight somebody taller than him with uh, a little bit more skill, a more seasoned fighter. We are kind of assuming that's who Garcia is. Like you said, Rodney, we haven't really seen a lot from him. So we're kind of, I'm kind of buying into he is the taller, more not more skilled than Tank, but closer to his level than his previous opposition has been. So I'm buying into that hype, but I would not bet money against Tank. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised or mad if Garcia won. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I will be watching. I will not be allegedly paying for it, but I will be, I will be watching. I, yeah. I'm going to throw a disclaimer out there. Uh, Garcia has been calling Tank out for years. He's He's been calling him out for years. Back when Floyd was promoting uh, uh, Tank and shit, he – Ryan Garcia has been had a tank name in his mouth for years, been calling him out and stuff. So this is why the fight has that build up because 
uh, Tank didn't give him the fight. He was like, Ryan is a kid and he's not ready yet. It's not time to 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 do the fight. And so they they coming from two different networks. Whereas uh, uh, Ryan represents the song, uh, Tank represents Showtime. So they got that deal done. Um, I don't know how they're going to work that out. I don't know if it's going to be on both networks, but this is what they had to they had to put up with. So this fight has been brewing for years with Ryan calling out Tank and Tank acting like he don't hear it, but just saying that he's not ready. But Ryan is, I guess he's ready now. All right, we shall see. Yep. Uh, we'll reconvene next week and you know give our thoughts on what on, on what happened. Yep. All right. So moving on to the next topic, NBA playoffs. Uh, we kicked off with the NBA playoffs this weekend. We had a lot of good games, uh, a lot of close games, um, some upsets. Um, you know, we got somebody wearing a Lakers jersey in the top right hand corner. You know, whatever, whatever. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's just throw it a little round around the table. Let's, how, uh, you know, what was your thoughts on what we saw this weekend? I, um, you know what? I'll start it off. Um, so uh, I was glad to see the Kings win. Um, I hope they can get that victory tonight to really put that put uh, put Golden State in, in a hole. Um, let's see, Philadelphia. They 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 won their game pretty handily. That was my Philadelphia was my pick to get to the uh, finals in the East. Um, let's see. We had the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Um, you know, the Grizzlies, they sell a lot of wolf tickets and, you know, it's, it's, it remains to be seen if they actually can, can, you know, can back it up. But the Lakers, you know, got that win one up one Oh, uh, uh, Phoenix and the Clippers. That was a good game too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Russ, what rest Russell West, uh, I, I try not to say West Brick. Motherfucker Skip Bayless ingrained that shit in my head. But Westbrook played the best three for 19 game that you ever seen because that motherfucker was all over the court and impacting the game. So, um, yeah, so the Clippers, I think the Clippers got a shot. I think they got a shot to beat the Suns. Um, uh, and then what we had, we had in the East – the East, they kind of, I don't really, them series is blah. You got the Lake, I mean, uh, the Knicks in the in Cleveland. Yeah. You know, like, ain't nobody really checking that out. You know, you got Milwaukee and Miami, Boston and Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So I think the I think the really good series of, to watch are in the West with the Kings and the Warriors, the Clippers and the Suns, and – the Lakers and the Grizzlies. I think those are the series to really keep your eye on. Those other ones, you know, I'll check back in um, on round two on them. But uh, what what was you all? What, what or what stood out to you all this weekend uh, for in the playoffs? I go. Say, let me go first. Let me <laughs> let me get in and get on out the way. <laughs> so I didn't see any games. I just caught the the news. What stood out to me was uh, John Moran getting hurt. You know, with their wrist injury, the, uh, how do you say this guy's name? The Greek freak, Giannis. How do you say his Giannis. name? Giannis. I'm Giannis. sorry, Giannis. Giannis. He took a nasty fall. You know, hurt his back. So, shit. I guess it was the injuries that uh, that stuck out, uh, that stood out rather to me this weekend. So yeah, that's okay. my take. Yeah. 
Say it, go ahead. What, what, was, what stood out to you other than the Lakers? Lakers going to win the championship. I mean, it's, oh. just, it's, just, it's in the cards, man. They just, they just look good, man. They just look good. So very impressed by the Lakers. They should – I think they'll beat them in five, beat the Grizzlies in five. That that Clipper Suns, hey, the Suns got all they can handle. The Suns can't the Suns I, I the Suns can't play defense. Mm-hmm. It was mentioned a few times that the Sun gave the Suns gave up all their defensive presence by acquiring Kevin Durant. We well, I know I, I know I brought that up. Mm-hmm. I, you, I think you brought that up too when the when the deal first happened. Bro, I mean they gave it all up. They gave it all up. Man, if if the Clippers had Paul George. It'd be a wrap because they could put they could put Kawhi on Durant or or whoever, but they could rotate their two best. You know they can rep they can they can rotate um, uh, Kawhi and Paul George and, and Ross and Durant, <laughs> and, they, and they can lock them up. So I think they in trouble. I think it's a must win for Phoenix the next game. They should have won that game. They could have. They should have. They at home. They should have won that game, but they didn't. They didn't. Um, I am with you, Rodney. I want to see the Kings beat Golden State because I just don't like Golden State. I just (laughs) – the East – the East is in trouble. Even though Giannis got hurt, they still going to blow out the Kings. Boston going to blow out whoever the hell they playing. Um, The Knicks and the Cavs, it's like whoever wins, they're going to get blown out the next round. Mm -hmm. So I think the West is where the the best matchup's in. And, man – they gotta put some respect on Denver name, man. I think them boys pissed. They not as deep as everybody, but they can play. I mean, they got some they got some ballers and, and they they just disrespect Jokic, man. I mean, it, it's just disrespectful, man. How you win? It, they just disrespect this dude, man. So I think watch out for them. I'm actually scared if the Lakers get to them, they might they might hold them. They might they they may give them a a, a contest, but nah. That's that's my view. I got the I got the Lakers meeting, and this might change, but I got the Lakers meeting the Celtics for the chip. Old school. <laughs> okay. You know, you know the biggest callus for the Lakers is is going up against the Clippers. I don't know why they can't never pull off a damn game against the damn Clippers. You know, I, I'm you know as a LeBron fan, I'm not scared of Denver. I'm not scared of uh, Phoenix. It's the damn Clippers. They can, the Clippers can have a team where they're not shooting, but they just do the necessary shit to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Phoenix should have beat them yesterday. Point. You know, at the end of the day, Russ damn near shot them out of, uh, shot the Clippers out the damn game. But you know, his tenacity kept them in the game. Uh, my biggest takeaway from the playoffs this weekend was. A lot of teams you thought would, would win the first game lost the first game. I expected Memphis to win that first game against L.A. They they lost. I expected Phoenix to beat the Clippers. They lost. I expected Golden State to beat uh, Sacramento Kings. They lost. I expected Cleveland to beat uh, New York, and they lost that motherfucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't give a shit about uh, – Milwaukee and in, in their series, nor nor um, I expected Boston is the only team that came through and beat the team I thought they would, and that was Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And Atlanta put up a good game. They put up a good game, but Trey Lance gonna run around that damn court like one of the Harlem Gold Trotters, and whether they go in there or don't, you know what I'm saying? He gonna end up on the free throw line. 
Uh, coming out the rest, I think they are. I think they're the division to to win it. Whoever comes out the West will really? beat will beat anybody in the East. I think Joel and B uh, for the 76ers, if they can get past Boston, if they make it that far, they're going to be the front runners from the East. But if if the Clippers get it, I don't think they win it. I really don't think the Clippers can beat anybody from the East like a strong uh, like a strong. Um, Boston squad or a strong seventy um, six squad. I think um, I think the Warriors will come back on Sacramento. They're a young team. I think they uh, they barely won. Clay was 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 um, was hitting some shit. He was missing some shit. Jordan Poole is the most clumsy mug I didn't see. I'm like, damn, bro, you can't the, the the damn game on the line, and he just make a turnover, turnover, turnover. So I think I think uh, the Warriors will, will come back on on the. Uh, um, Sacramento Kings because I don't think they have, I don't think they have that that uh, that uh. But you let them win that game one. They second best player had a horrible game and they they, they still won. Yeah, that says a lot. You don't want them to go too up on on the Warriors and, and if they do, they're young enough to like where they can run their ass off the court. You know, so that's that's uh, that's kind of like my biggest thing. Like, damn, the Warriors, y'all gotta y'all gotta play. Y'all can't y'all can't win off y'all name. Y'all gotta play. When it comes down to Phoenix, I think Phoenix is old. I don't think Phoenix has what it takes. You can give, you can make plays where you can give the rent all the plays you want, but they don't have no damn defense. You know, they don't like Westbrook was in book of ass toward the uh, the fourth quarter. That was shocking. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect that. I never seen that matchup with of, of them two going at it like that. So it was good games for me. Hey, to jump I'm in there. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Sid. Jump in there. Book overrated, man. Book book overrated. He, he, he overrated. He can get deep. He ain't he ain't exceptional. I mean, he okay. He accepted. I think that it's too much of that that Kobe relationship. Yeah, like they, he, they 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 trying to pump him. Give you know they trying to boost him up a little too quick. He can get buddies, um, but he, he overrated, man. He can get locked up. Any see, one of the Clippers like... locked up. Hey, anyone the Clippers will lock him up and. Who I forgot about, who I really forgot about this year was Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. He's nice. And I know yeah. me and Roddy, you me and you know went back and forth on this. He, he always been nice. He always have, but you forget. Because yeah. he yeah. hurt, he be swerping. Yeah, that motherfucker got Toronto Raptors a damn championship. That yeah, motherfucker nice. been nice. He's nice. He been nice. Nice. You know, he he nice. He right under Kevin Durant. He nice, man. I mean, and he, and he's a Le- I'm a LeBron fan. He's a LeBron killer. He's a LeBron killer. I don't know about all that. I'm not um, you don't know what you what? He, he, he said he a LeBron killer. Like yeah. how's he? How's he? I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna go that I'm, I'm, I'm a LeBron James like, fan. I've never seen LeBron D him up and stop him. Oh, I, I, he did his ass up. He done, he done got D'd up by LeBron Christmas. I mean, he done got him a few times, but I forget that Kawhi Leonard was he should be when he not hurt. He a top five player. I forgot. He showed me. He showed me. Nigga, I'm top five all day long. Yeah. So I'm top five all day long. So my my um similar to on that on that line of thinking, there's a there's a guy who if he gets it from if he just gets his mind right and plays how he can, makes his team a, a threat. 
I mean, a legitimate threat to win it all. That's James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we forget how good motherfucking James Harden was. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he kind of gave us a glimpse of, like, like, damn, this motherfucker was, (laughs) he was an MVP. Yeah. He was putting up 35, 36, and now he done, now he, he leading the league in assists. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he still got that in him to where he can, you know, to where he don't have to give you 35 with Embiid. He, if he give you that 12, 13, and 25 points, that that makes Philly pretty damn tough to beat. He fades in the playoffs for me. I can't never yep. get on his ass. I, I just think Philly, they can't they can't score something. They get they have trouble scoring, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. But they have trouble scoring. Like, you know, how, how the hell MV you MV score forty seven and you only got ninety points? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what? Tobias, because because motherfuckers want to put Tobias Harris. They want to pay him thirty five million as a fucking match right. player. Right. That's like, why. Like they just team. They just they don't got enough. They ain't got and Maxi. I mean, okay. Yeah. But, uh, I, I just don't. I I, I don't. I think they're gonna get upset. Boston got a squad, man. Yeah. Boston got a squad. I mean, they deep, they long, they got paws. <laughs> Boston, Boston got a squad, though. They got, they got I mean, Boston, they still got they they still got some shit to work out because yeah. the shit the shit that I mean they happened to make it, you know, to the finals last year, but your boy. You know, hometown boy, he still got some shit to prove. You know, he 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 gonna be what? He gonna be first team all all NBA for regular season. But he still got some shit to prove. That's a fact. Because it's still like, damn, is it is he better than Jalen Brown? I know he's better than Jalen Brown, but he don't have the same attitude. Nah, he not. He's not consistent. And that's what and that's what hurts him. I think he consists. He just don't. He ain't. He just don't growl while doing it. That's all. He. He. he you know pretty boy. Is. That's he, it. He, I can't. Yeah. 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 He, he a pretty boy. That's the he only a pretty difference. boy. But it ain't even about his pretty nah. boy look. Like you got to bring it. And he. he and, and too often he hesitant. You yeah. Too often like. Eh. Uh, look. He don't stay in twenty four seven attack mode. Look, you can't be first team All NBA. That can't. That can't be happening. You can't be. You can't be. The, you That's regular season. First, you can't be first team All NBA. He can be black. There's too many other good players in that. But play he that got, but he has he has something to prove in the playoffs because me. last year, if he played up to his capability, they beat they beat Golden State. Nah, they got Golden State. Golden State had too many weapons for them. I thought. No, no, Celtics were up two one. Yeah, and 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 Tatum faded. Yeah, he faded the, that the rest of the series. That's it. That's it. He just is just he just needed that playoff experience. He gonna be a, okay. a different animal. He came we'll back see. better. He came back better across the board. Just he, just we'll, first time we'll playoff see. experience. He might need to get a tan. <laughs> that ain't gonna help. <laughs> yeah, I ain't. That's colorism. Yeah, I ain't. Get get tan. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so that, her. yeah, I so, uh, yeah, that's our take on the on the NBA playoffs. Uh, I think I think we're in store for some for some good games. Um, 
Hey, uh, we gotta hurry and wrap this motherfucker up so we can so I can check out that Kings uh <laughs> Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next topic, um, it's NBA related also. Um, courtside. So have you ever sat courtside at an NBA game? Would you? Well, I guess would you? I guess that's a dumb question. Yeah, anybody probably would. But um, is it the best seat in the house, or is it just you know status saying, "Hey, I'm sitting front row. You know these sick these tickets are you know upwards thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars, or depending on what kind of game it is, it could be more than that." So, um, Squeak, what do you think? What do you think about sitting courtside? I, I'm not of that lifestyle. I've, I've never did, never thought about it, never looked into no pricing of it. You know, I went to my first uh, NBA game in uh, 2020 of January, you know, and I was happy to be in the nosebleeds, you know, to see um, the Lakers go against Dallas Mavericks, you know. Um, I think if you can afford it, if that's really your game, your sport, before you leave this earth, you just do – it's just one of them things you do, you know what I'm saying? Like – I like football like that, you know. I want to go to the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? So if you're really a, a diehard basketball fan and you can afford it if you got it, man, you, you get you some court size seats. So do you think do you think the experience is better sitting courtside? Uh I think I think so because you get to really get a glimpse of how tall people are, you know, TV and when you're in the nosebleed seats. Um, some some athletes look short, you know what I'm saying? But in, in reality, a lot of them are, are like 6'2 or higher, you know what I'm saying? The guy, you know, I've never really seen a seven-footer in my life, you know what I'm saying? So to be sitting courtside, to, to get a real feel of how Bill, like, big Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never seen him in person, but to sit courtside and, and actually see him or to see somebody who you think, who you've been told is 6'10", you looking like, yeah, that motherfucker look like he's six four. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they lying about his height. You can only, you can only, I guess, judge that if you sit in courtside or a couple of rows behind it. You know what I'm saying? Where you can get that eye level. So if you're a diehead, diehead uh, basketball uh, fan, go ahead and get you some courtside tickets if you can afford it. But like me, I'm, I'm happy with the nosebleed seats. There's Jay, what about you? Have you ever sat courtside, or would you? Uh, yeah, I would, but no, I, I've never sat. I never sat courtside, courtside in the NBA game. I think I've only been to one NBA game. We went to New York some years back. Might have been like 2016, 17. We went to Madison Square Garden. Um, if you guys get a chance to go, you should go. It is everything you know that prestige. You can feel it when you go into the building. But yeah, we were up like on the club level. We had decent seats, uh, but no. I've never sit, never sat courtside, but yeah, I would. I don't think it's a to be seen thing for like somebody. I think Hugh said it, like for a diehard fan like Jack Nicholson, uh, E40 goes to the Warrior games. Uh, certain people, rappers, go to like the Atlanta Hawks games, sit courtside. You see them, you know, on ESPN or you know different websites, different blogs, blog sites. I think if you're can afford it and you're a real fan, yeah, you go ahead and sit courtside. But, you know, that's kind of out of my price range. So, yeah, I get the, mm-hmm. the seats I can afford. But, yeah, to answer your question, I would go. It looks fun. I don't see a problem, you know, with sitting courtside. Hey, let me say this. If I could afford courtside, 
I don't want to sit on the side where the team's at. I want to sit across. So if I if I sit across side, I, I would sit on the opposite side of where the teams are. Yeah. But so you can see the teams. Yep. So I can see the whole play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go next. Um, I I do think it's a status symbol. Um, it it definitely is a status symbol to to be courtside at a game, especially you know um, you know a big game. You know to be seen there. So. Yeah, you don't see nobody in their working clothes there. Courtside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers be motherfuckers know they're gonna be courtside. <laughs> and then and they dress accordingly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it, it is a status symbol. Um and of course, you know, you right there on, on the front line, so you seeing everything, you're hearing everything. Um, so yeah, I, I think it probably I think it's I it's, it's, it's definitely a great experience. What well, would be a great experience? Um, I've never sat courtside. Um, closest I ever been was probably with me. Me said when me and you went um to Indianapolis. I think we probably were fifteen or twenty rows from the floor. Mm. If I mean, yeah, if that, mm-hmm. like fifteen rows from the floor, and I mean, it, it put the game in a whole new perspective. Like for me, I could sit right there. I would, I wouldn't even have to get you know sit on court side. The seats we had, mm-hmm. I mean, you can see everything. And 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 hear everything. That's when um Joe Johnson, Johnson Joe Johnson went crazy on the Pacers. Um, so yeah, that that was the closest I ever been to it. So um, if the opportunity came, yeah, I would do it. I guess got to make sure my shoe game is on point. You know, <laughs> got to make sure my 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 drip is, is is where it should be. You know, I don't think I can just do a polo and a polo and. <laughs> And some jeans and get and, and, and fit in, but what about you, Sid? Right now, I want to have Versace down there. Again. <laughs> um, I, I hell yeah, I would go see a uh, if I could be if I could go to courtside, I would definitely go sit courtside. Now, um, now when you say courtside, you mean the front row, you don't mean a few rows, you mean the front row, the front yeah. row, Absolutely. getting shit, getting motherfuckers falling into you yeah. and. That's you know. dope. If I could do that, I would do it. No, I would do it. No doubt. Um, Cause I love, I love basketball. I love watching the basketball. The closest I've been though, I was four rows back, and I saw uh, my, uh, Sam. My wife took me to. Uh, I always say her name. I got something. My wife took yeah. me to uh, to the back to to the Lakers game in Houston. It's a different man. It's a different. It's a different thing, man. You could tell. This this was a. Uh, when when James Harden was with the when James Harden was with him, he is a different animal, man. He just you could tell he was the best player on the court. Like I don't know if you can get that from TV, mm-hmm. but man, he's just better than everybody. He was just better than everybody. And it just looked like he better than everybody. And then what I said about size, you can really see how big dudes are. But mm-hmm. I gained a whole level of respect for like James Harden specifically. When I went to see him play in Houston, I mean, he was unbelievable, man. He was like, couldn't miss. I mean, he was so effortless, man. And, and, and he, how strong these dudes are. So, um, but yeah, it was, it's probably the best experience of my life to best sporting event of my life because I was so, I was so close. You know, you're right. Like you said, you can hear him curse. You can hear the coaches talking. This was when Luke Walton was coaching the team. You could hear him drawing up, diagnosing plays. We was like right behind the Lakers bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I was like four rows behind the Lakers bench. So 
you just it was a whole different dynamics, but it was cool as hell. So that was after was it what, Kobe had retired? Yeah, Kobe was retired. LeBron wasn't there yet. Right. So, so it was he was, like, was that it was that little that malaise era. Julius Randle. Yeah, I, I knew Julius Randle was that good. You mm-hmm. could see it was Julius Randle's D Lo would be for the first time with him. Kyle Cran Ingram. We was Brandon Ingram, young. We was trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and, and James Harden went nuts, man. He went nuts. Him and Clint Capella. Capella went nuts. Then he had like 19 rebounds, man. It was, yeah, it was a cool game. It. Hey, let me let me remix this question. If you could travel anytime, even uh past, present, even future, what game would you sit courtside? Any any Laker, any Magic Johnson Laker championship game. I would I would sit and I would go watch I would go match Magic Johnson in Showtime at the forum, any championship game that they play. I would love that, man. I would I would die and go to heaven. What about you, Rodney? What you sitting courtside in? Past, I know future. Uh, um, a Lakers Bulls game in LA. What year? Wait, who? Doesn't matter. Don't matter. Lakers, Lakers Bulls. Doesn't matter. Because because if Jordan's coming to town, it's a show. It don't matter if it's finals or whatever, whatever. So a Lakers Bulls game in the form, not staples. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. In Great the form. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Like Everybody. I would I would if in matter of fact, it wouldn't even have to be Lakers Bulls just to be in that atmosphere of showtime. Because mm-hmm. that was that was something different, you know. And I and I know they had the little um HBO special. Um, and I, I didn't see it, but I don't. I don't think you still can capture what what that was, because I'm still, you know, and I don't want to get into this conversation, but I'm still on the fence about that number two all the time. <laughs> I'm still on the fence because, you know. What about you, Jared? Anytime, any era, courtside. You sleep. <laughs> it's on me. <laughs> I was trying to listen for it to come back around. What's the question? The question is, if you could travel any time, past, present, what NBA game would you sit courtside on? Probably one of those Bulls game seven games. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily there wasn't any in it. Well, not in the finals anyway. Yeah, not in the finals. So, say it again. It can't be the finals. Nah, I no. Said they, they never they played, played game, game seven, seven in the finals. Shit, man. Say it one more time. The Bulls never made it in the in the finals to a game seven. They always. Oh, they never made it to a game seven. Okay, mm-hmm. like a championship game. Game six. <laughs> the Bulls championship game. <laughs> yeah, I know what I mean. <laughs> right. The last game when they won the the ring. (laughs) Hey, for for me, you know, me being a LeBron fan, it would be the first chip game seven against uh, Golden State um, in Cleveland. I would have loved to to been there courtside because 
you know, that was that was history right there. That was against all the eyes. That was that was him, Kyrie, Kevin Love, you know, that squad, you know. That was in Golden State though, right? Yeah, they did yeah, Golden State. That was in Golden State. Yeah, it was in Golden State. Yeah. So I would have been right across from E40, you know what I'm saying? Like salute them. But <laughs> take your hey, squad, you know. I would me, I would have loved to 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 been there, you know. Let me let me walk back my answer right now. It's okay. not a Bulls game seven. That was like the, the easy go-to answer. It was Bird playing um, Jordan when Bird was busting his ass. <laughs> Jordan could not beat him, and Jordan was not shit until Bird retired. It would be one of those Bird games where Bird said, okay, young fella, I'm about to bust your ass with this bad back and these bad knees. You ain't going to be shit until I retire. It's one of those games. Well, then I guess you wouldn't have made it. You wouldn't have went to a game. Because, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, that did happen. No, he didn't. No, the the, the Celtics won, and, and the Celtics won the series, but it wasn't because Jordan wasn't shit. Yeah, but Jordan dropped 63 on uh, Celtics. He took an L, though. They didn't win he until Bird retired. But he Jordan took an L because he had a, they had the greatest team. I mean, they had probably the greatest team in history until uh, what's the name rolled around? Yeah, they had they had some players on there. I'm throwing it back to you, Rodney. I just wanted to ask everybody. Hey, but Rodney, remember when we was at that Pacer game, how detailed. Remember we was like, you know, we was close. We saw like the Jordans that uh, Joe Johnson had on his team, like his personal Jordan. I mean, it's just – that's the kind of shit, like, I get geeked out about. I see different shit, like, personal – like, when I was was at the the, – the Houston game, you know, I saw all their shoes. You know, that was cool to me. I'm like, I'm in the shoes, and you see mm-hmm. the different numbers, and you see, damn, he got some joints that ain't never been released with his number on, his color. I mean, it was it, that's the kind of shit that got, got me hyped, man. Oh, wow. So that game, that game in Indy, you think we were 20 rows back? If we, I think we were like 15, 14 or 15 rows back. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't yeah. think, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Because I remember us commenting, like, look at them Jordans. Look at Joe Johnson's hey. Jordans he had on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was dope. Did y'all spot any celebrities while y'all were there? No, oh, we Indiana, dog. It was the Atlanta Hawks and the uh, Indiana Pacers. Yeah, yeah. In, 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 in March or yeah, – yeah, In the middle of March. the week, like a Wednesday or some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So oh, wow. it was, it was cool. yeah. What year was this? 06. Okay. Yeah, 06. Mm. Yeah, on a humbug, we got some tickets, and I was like – Man, we should go. Right? He's like, "Bet, let's go." I'm like, "All right, let's go." Yeah. Over up there, man. So, yeah. So, uh, also in the news, um, we got E40 getting kicked out, yeah. sitting courtside. <laughs> so uh, we, I mean, we're getting bits and pieces of the story, but uh, from from uh, from his side, they're saying that uh, there was a, a Karen heckling him and he decided to politely put her in her place but then uh the sacramento king security came along and uh, automatically thought that he was the instigator and escorted him out of the uh, out of the arena so uh anybody got any thoughts on that jay uh you did you see what what happened with that situation Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, it was like some fan telling him to sit down, right? Some woman telling E forty to sit down. That was the cause. Yeah. Of it. yeah. Uh, 
I think it may be a little extreme to throw him out of the game. They could have calmed things down, let you know, tell tell the ladies sit down, tell E4 to sit down, let them, you know, continue watching the game and see how it goes. Basically give them a, a try or two, a chance or two before they just throw him out of the game, maybe offer him a different seat somewhere else in the stadium. So it seems like an overreaction by security. You know, Especially when you when you uh you 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 put it up against Shannon Sharp. This motherfucker, he's actually on the court jousting with motherfucking players <laughs> and he gets to stay, you know what I'm saying? And E forty, he going at it with a fan and get kicked out. Right. Say yeah. what you got to think about it, man. Man, um I think E forty, first of all, I pay all this money. As long as I'm being respectful, I, I'm gonna root my team on. You know, I've been in a situation where, you know, motherfuckers own me because I'm rooting for my team in your stadium. I'm a root for my team. I'm, I, ain't, I ain't gonna be crazy. I'm a root for my team. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna scream for my team. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, uh, you know, she in the wrong. Uh, I don't. The the they were way too, way too quick to put somebody out. Um, I think where they where it gets you know kind of racial is he actually said something back to her like he actually you know said something i don't know if it was derogatory but he said something back to her probably like shut up b something like that but you know what i'm saying i think he has a right to root his team on without getting interfered with by a, a fan that's there at their home so i'm with him um he shouldn't have got kicked out and they owe him on apology I think this changed all the policy. I totally agree. You know, like when you look at the video of the situation, shit, it's it, it's it's like they making it look seem like E forty was out there yelling at everybody in the crowd. They never the security from what we see from the video, we never see the security around the lady that he was talking to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what would be the reason you kick him out, not kick her out? If, mm-hmm. if you if you in this 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 game of kicking people out, why you not gonna kick both of them out? You know what I'm saying? Why you just can't tell him to sit on down or calm down or or say this is this is our final warning to both of them? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the one thing you got to realize sometimes, motherfuckers will try to entice you because they mad that you sitting where they think they deserve to sit. You know what I'm saying? Don't turn around and acknowledge that bullshit. But I know he had a nice little glass or something in his hand, sipping on what he was sipping. Probably some of his own wine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and uh, his, speaking his, of that, how how much how much um how much do you how much of a target do you think celebrities are when they're sitting courtside like that? Do you think that's something that happens more than we know about, where where people are saying saying stuff to them or or black celebrities. I mean, let me put it that way. Black yeah. celebrities. Their jury is an indication rappers, of who they are. Rappers in yeah. particular. Their, their jury is an indication of who they are. E-40 is a big-sized guy. So you just know he's not no average guy. You know he ain't no college student. You know he don't work at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? He got a damn chain on that look like it costs more than some of her cars. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to inquire about him. People going to tell you to sit next to you, sit behind you, who he is. Now you got the you got the you you got the ammunition because I saw something about when LeBron was playing and he had two fans kicked out that was talking shit about his son. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a it was a, it was a girl and a guy. 
and they were looking like, you know, when the security, when he ran and got the referee to point the two individuals out, they they doing like, nah, we ain't did shit, but all game, they've been fucking him about his son. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they wanted to be the victim like that, you know? So yeah, I think celebrities, uh, black celebrities, rappers, whoever, actors, I think they are targets. You know what I'm saying? Even though they may be enjoying themselves and shit like that, I think, I think people get jealous of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I piggyback all that shit. Oh, damn, that's that's one of the my trigger words, piggyback. Um, yeah, but I definitely concur with uh, what you're saying. Um, I think, um, you know, being courtside, being a celebrity, I think they, I think a lot, they hear a lot of shit, and they deal with a lot of shit that we don't, that we don't know nothing about. Because you know what, matter of fact, I was watching the game and I saw E40. Because he sit, he was sitting in the same seat that he sits in when he's uh, in Golden State. Yeah, you know, right on the baseline. You know, cat a corner to their bench. Cat a corner to the to the Warriors bench. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't see him no more. Like damn, he must be at the concession stand. But I, I'm thinking he at the concession stand. And I'm thinking like, nah, they don't go to the concession stand. They come to them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. why the fuck he ain't there? So it didn't, it didn't. I didn't see it till the next day where he had, you know, he had got escorted up out of there. Um, it's cool. It's cool for me to see like famous people as fans. Like, it's just cool to me. Like if they're, if they're not there, like you said, right. If they ain't there, just like got tickets free. They comp, you know, got tickets free and they just there pub in a movie or something. And they got for, but when you see like Shannon Shaw, E40, Jack Nicholson, you know, they fans of the team. They bigger fans as me. So that's mm-hmm. cool to see. When we when I seen uh Gucci Man at Milwaukee, mm-hmm. you know, and with a Bucks with a Bucks jersey on, all this gold sitting in sitting in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 dope to me. Why, so, why would he why? I don't know why he's a Milwaukee fan. Like I don't know why Lil Wayne a Green Bay Packer fan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but they there. So I seen, in, in, uh, I seen Gucci at Boston games too. Oh, he's a Hawks fan? Mm-hmm. I seen it in Boston games. So you know, I, I just think it's cool when you see like somebody like that in the crowd. You know, you know that's 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 dope to me. So I'm the, I'm the same way when I watch boxing. Mm-hmm. I look in the, I look in the, in the, in the crowd to see celebrities, and, and one of, one of the guys that I like seeing is Denzel Washington. He be at a lot of Floyd Mayweather fights. Well, that's <laughs> that's when you know it's a fight. Yes. Yeah. When, when, when you see when you see celebrities yeah. there, that's Absolutely. when you know it's big time. Yeah, I didn't see because it. when when uh, it was Zab and um and, and Corey, when it was Zab and Corey here, what was we doing? We was looking to see who was sure. who was here. Was this yeah. is this out here? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that like solidifies no this is an official fight when you got no celebrities in the <laughs> We we thought Jay Z was gonna bring out Zab, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta bring him out. They from Brooklyn. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, we end. We reached the end of the show. So you know, the end of the show brings on Swerp of the week. Uh, said I'm gonna start with you because last week you nominated yourself for Swerp of the week for not having a Swerp of the week. Man, so this Swerp of the week is gonna go. I, I don't really know who else is at fault for this Swerp of the week, but I'm here's the situation. Y'all seen in Phoenix where Westbrook walking back to half and he walks back 
some swerp way Phoenix got to where <laughs> the players <laughs> walk back through some lounge. A lounge. Yeah, yeah, a lounge that you got people drinking, you got you got people, you know, people at the game drinking, you got the athletes walking through there to get back to the locker room or get somewhere. How in the hell is that happening, man? And then you got so who swerp for it? Is it Phoenix? Is it Westbrook for 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 for, for letting this guy get him out of his thing? Was it the guy who I just heard simply say something like Westbrook? He didn't really just go crazy on him. So it's three swerps going on in this thing. <laughs> Phoenix for the swerps ass setup. That's swerp. Man. That's I, I get it, but that's swerp. You don't do that in the middle of the yeah. game. <laughs> Then you got Westbrook who going crazy with a kid right there, all on this dude, uh, with his kid there. <laughs> and then you got the dude. Did he really say something that out of pocket to get Westbrook to go nuts like that? So you know you ain't gotta say much to him. I yeah, right, right. <laughs> so who is the swerpers of the three? So all I of say. Them- I say Phoenix for having that set up. You can't have players walking through a lounge. That's a swerp setup. That's a swerp setup. Yeah, so that's that's my three. That's a three. That's a three pack of swerp right there for you. <laughs> Jay, who's your swerp of the week? Uh, so there's a YouTube. I don't know what you would call him. YouTube comedy guy. His name is the NDO Champion. He is Swerp of the Week. He's trying to fight Roy Jones. He's a bodybuilder, basically, like a 300-pound bodybuilder in top shape trying to fight uh, Roy Jones. If he can hit Roy Jones one time with any punch, he'll probably kill Roy Jones. I thought and they were signed to fight. They are, not- but, you know, I don't know if he's going through or not. He's st- yeah. trying to promote it, trying to, you know, push the fight, trying to make it happen, basically. So, yeah, that's Swerp. that whole fight is Swerp of the Week. Roy Jones should not fight that guy. No, not be fighting a a young 300 pound bodybuilder uh, at his age, so yeah, that's my swerp of the week. All right, Squeak, what about you? What's your swerp of the week? Man, I got two of them. The first one, I'm gonna start an incident that took place in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, 83 year old uh, Andrew Lester is charged with two felony counts for shooting um, Ralph Yall, man. that was a real swerp, man. Dude had the wrong house knocked on your door, mm. and you came out and shot that man in the head. Man, that, that's that's wrong, you know. A 16-year-old that. My second swerp goes out to Sacramento Kings uh, security for, for putting E-40 out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to get down to the bottom of things and, and you won't, you know, um, order in your, your arena, you know, you, you kick both of them out. You don't just kick one person out. You know what I'm saying? Here you got a high-paid celebrity versus an ordinary individual to our eye. You know what I'm saying? And you kick him out. Nah, they, they swerve for that. So those are my two swerves, you know. Looks like Rodney is uh, the notorious R.O.D. <laughs> Swerving right now. <laughs> he's, he, he's his own swerp of the week. <laughs> Right, put a, a, a hairy on us. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you said you had two of them. I thought it would take more than the time than it took. Shit. I, I got mine in and got it out, baby boy. <laughs> All right. So uh, my twerp of the week is Lamar Jackson. He done swerped around and let Jam- uh, um, Jalen Hurts get Hurst. his contract in. 
So that's one more motherfucker he ain't gonna he ain't gonna top. Uh, so he's not gonna get more than Jalen's 180 million guaranteed. Uh, so what? He, well, he was offered rumor reportedly he was offered three for what three for 133 or something like that. Yeah. So I think that's the best he can get at this point. So Lamar, quit stop swerping. Stop swerping. You ain't gonna get the the two hundred and thirty mil if you hurt because you know if you in your feelings because they didn't lock you up sooner. Sign that three years, ball out, get back on the market, go go somewhere else. But but you swerping. You you really swerping right now. Yeah. So Lamar Jackson is my swerp of the week. And with that being said, we have reached the conclusion. Of another fantastic edition of the Pod Deep's Pod Deep podcast on sports. Nice. I don't know which which edition this is seven, eight, three, four, whatever the fuck. Um, but they all good. You should all you should check them all out. As always, we we appreciate the support. Um, fan mail is welcome. I I shoot out one of these guys uh Facebook addresses for that. Um, so anyway. Once again, we thank y'all. We love y'all. Peace, happiness. Thank y'all for coming. Everybody shout them out. We'll holler. Peace. Peace.